0: Celine said, yeah, this is where I'm conflicted as my son. 14, self-taught pianist, playing his favorite music. No, he thrives on it. I still struggle to trust the process. Yeah, have those beliefs that completely follow what Henry was saying this morning. We home educate for a reason. And yet, like like I said yesterday, as exam age approaches, I find myself following the crowd to a minimum accordingly, but worrying that we might not be doing enough. And I noticed I said, we, as someone else said, though, discussion is a bare minimum thing when asked. What is your plan? What do you want for your future? Be a pianist is the only answer. And maybe that's how it should be for him. Yeah, I would say there is no extremity. You know, in a way, I said in the comments to that, um, I would not recommend anyone goes out into the world like just as an art like but from personal experience I did that I went out music all the way nothing else I didn't learn any other skills and I just did 15 years of music and you know it didn't the music was my way of wanting to educate so I'm thrilled with my life now but um, you know I, I think we we want to watch out it's not like a it's not a question of just like, hey, what's your plan? And then like, I want to be a pianist and that's it. That's the end. of You know, it's over years just to like really work with him. You know, kids can be very reactive to us because they they know we're kind of trying to pin them in or we're trying to get something out of them or if we can create this atmosphere of trust and love and openness then you know it's an ongoing discussion it's an ongoing discussion you know piano i'm sure your son isn't just only interested in piano only good at piano you know that's also slightly avoiding of um you know all the other things that can be um available to him and that he could really thrive and be good at so um you know that that is i would just say very much um uh, as an independent advisor that's a very risky plan you know to him i would say that brilliant go for it go all out on the piano but what is it like 12 hours a day of piano i doubt it there's other. there's other time in the day and what's he doing there like don't avoid step up still in those other ways and what else can he also move into in terms of meaningful life work down the line um that can support him like who's going to pay him to play piano like most a lot of people struggle to get paid to play piano for decades you know and then they might be the but you know it's it's not a really lucrative sort of so you know this is just the reality i would just have these real conversations and if you don't want to do it with them hand it over to someone else have a few other people come in and say you know um that is not a banker and um a, ba- a banker like a, that is not a a career you can bank on awesome let's go for it that's your plan a but like what else can you put in and what else also can you develop in the meantime in yourself hope that helps how can you tell if a child's looking to give up a subject for the wrong reason? She's a perfectionist and I suspect she wants to give up this subject because she's not as good as it, at it as she would like to be. She's hard on herself and she can't do something perfectly, then she won't do it. at all. yeah, this is a real consideration. When I say give up French, give up science, whatever, if there's something there, like a profound lesson that's being um, missed or an avoidance, something like this to do with perfectionism. It's a very big topic for now we have so little teaching of our children to embrace failure, you know, we're, we're so paranoid about it, like, listen to us here this week, just to accept any sort of failure to let our kids go out there and make a mess of things so that they can learn. You know, we're not really doing it these days. So they get that straight away they're like wow nothing but complete success is acceptable um so that's definitely just a territory to work on it doesn't mean you have to like make her do this particular subject but it's a long-term thing you want to look at there just like it's got to be fine we've got to create environments in a way where our children can fail and it's just no big deal we can support them to learn that that's absolutely fine nothing happens and i'm actually You know, all of the best learning really does come from failure. I think I also said in the comments, you know, many successful people, you know, wow, if you ask them, they've failed and failed and failed and failed. And that's what's taught them. So we really have to be careful that we're not avoiding failure, that our children aren't and support them every way that we can not to not to live like that with that fear. Whoa, okay. So, Julia, when it comes to schoolwork, finding it challenging to buck the trend of coercion, consequences and rewards. Yeah, I really understand that. And I hope that what I've already said has spoken to that, Julie, um, because there's there's not really any other option, I don't think, not any other sensible option. You can tell me what the results have been of coercion, consequences and rewards. But um, usually it's pretty awful for everybody. Um, and so, you know, go the long route, go the trusting route into conversations about it. Also handing over, retiring and, um, you know, just leave, leave them to it, you know. And if they come back to you and say they want a bit of support, that's fine. If they want you to actually go, listen, make me do my homework for an hour every day like you used to, mum. You know, I'm all over the place. That's great, you know, and that that can happen.